What's up? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. You know how we do. Grab your vices, chill out, and let's get straight to it. Um, this is episode number 38 of Straightforward with Miss B, alongside my guest co-host, A.G. What's up, A.G.? Hey, how y'all doing today? We've been off a couple of weeks, but we back and I'm ready to get into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all can blame it on me. I have had to postpone the podcast. Well, you know, I had to postpone it a week due to, you know, my alumni homecoming. And then we didn't have the group chat live on Sunday. Postponed that. I was too tired. I had lost my voice this past Sunday. So sorry, you guys, but we're back now. Anyway, so shout out first and foremost to start this podcast. I just want to say shout out to my Alabama State University um, Hornets on their 2022 homecoming. They played Jackson State this weekend, and I had so much fun. AG and I was able to um, connect this weekend because he's also uh, went to Alabama State as well, alongside some of our other friends. So we got a chance to kind of kick it, y'all, for a second. Kick it, y'all. <laughs> Be in person for a change. Since we uh, always on the phone and, you know, talking through the podcast and stuff, it's like, it was good to see you, honey. Oh, you too. Mm. Need to do it more often. Yes, we definitely need to do it more often. So this doggone homecoming game, even though we lost the game, I believe the final score was 26 to 12. Um, I can say that, hey, we might, the Alabama State just might be on the map now because, you know, Deion Sanders and, and Eddie Robinson Jr., hey, they almost had a scuffle at the game, man. Going to greet Dion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dion was going to get Molly Wild. So I'm sure everybody got a chance to see that. Um, it went viral. Um, this little, this little uh, altercation, semi mild altercation between the two head coaches. Um, you know, happened. Um, as you can see on the television programs, news channels, or whatnot, um, ASU head coach Eddie Robinson Jr. Um, and Dion, they kind of met up face to face. Um, after the game on the field, as you know, that's just standard practice that coaches do. Um, and they went to you know shake each other's hand, but Eddie Robinson just added an extra little off in the situation, and he pushed push Dion on the chest. No, that ain't how it went. That's how it went. No, it wasn't. Dion was trying to get a bro hug. He was like, nigga, I ain't give you no bro hug. You forget that shit. And he, he mushed him, him on the chest. No, nah, he stopped him from doing it. He just, he just quit the bro Stop, up. mush, all that shit, same. No, it's not. You make it. You got to make it seem the way it was. No, everybody saw it. He mushed him. <laughs> he mushed him. So apparently this kind of transpired um, because 
You know, that was a little bit of disrespect. Um, Eddie Eddie Robinson felt as though, you know, Dion had been kind of, you know, taking shots and jabs at the ASU Hornets all week, you know, leading up to the game. And then, you know, the day of the game, they said that Dion just kind of took it upon himself to kind of walk through, walk through the uh the uh the team, which they aren't really supposed to do that, right? No, nah, that's the part. That's the only part that I'm gonna say Dion did. I think if he wouldn't have did that, I don't think none of this shit would actually happen. Now a lot of people trying to take up for Dion because Dion tried to clean up behind himself. Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, everybody know me. Know I walk around the entire stadium every every home game. I mean, every game we play." Mm-hmm. Okay, but you don't walk in between the team. You know what I'm saying? It's like you walking through their team. Right. You could have walked up toward the end zone and walked around the field that way, but you chose to come all the way around the back way, mm-hmm. come through they and come through their little team. No matter people like, well, they wasn't they wasn't in no huddle, they wasn't doing that. But you came yeah, through you that's can't what do the that. team was. Right. You went right. And you got cameramen, you got polices, you know what I'm saying? How you gonna come through our shit? That's why I was like, what what you doing on oh, course they cussed at you you weren't even supposed to be over there. To get cussed out, you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I ain't like about the shit, man. Right. All the rest of that shit could have got killed, but I think that was the whole thing right there. Well, yeah, I do believe, I agree with you. I do believe that the fact that he, you know, walked through the team um, was just the biggest sign of, you know, disrespect. You know, disrespect, Deion Sanders, if you're listening, disrespect would not be tolerated at Alabama State University. We we I, we a school, but we got some goons now. <laughs> listen, I, do, uh, I, I looked at this thing today, and our coach did apologize mm-hmm. to us for the um, for telling him he ain't swack and all that other stuff. He apologized for that, but I wouldn't apologize. I apologize. Yeah, for I wouldn't apologize. I would apologize for everything that you walking through our motherfucking team when you and your camera crew. Right. Oh, I apologize for that. Right. Yeah. So what people need to understand, though, is, um, and for people who is kind of just not familiar, you know, not familiar either with football or with HBCUs in general, there's kind of like this standard, you know, not policy, but standard protocol when it comes to certain groups um, you know, that's a part of a university or college. Um, and I'm talking about like the football team, you know, baseball team, talking about basketball team. I'm talking about like the marching band. There's just certain groups of people within the college that kind of retains the utmost respect. And those are those groups, right? And then with that, even I was a part of the marching band. And with the marching band, when you're walking out on the field or if you're walking in a parade, it is a sign of disrespect if you try to walk through the band. You cannot walk through the band. I mean, you would get beat down. If, let me finish talking. You would get beat down if you try to walk through the band. We do not tolerate it. So for Deion Sanders to, you know, carry this, you know, lifelong lifelong arrogance that he has about himself 
And just to think that he, even though if it's something that he does do, walk around the whole stadium, hey, that's fine, but you have to be respectful. You could walk around the football team. You didn't actually have to walk through the football team and, you know, whoever else was on the field at the time. That's just a big, big sign of disrespect. And that's the part that it just seems like Deion Sanders is refusing to just try to comprehend and understand. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Yeah, he's said to have, you know, just kind of trying to implement these changes, you know, since he's now the football coach, and I guess he's just trying to make these changes and how things are done, probably traditions and stuff like that he's trying to break as well. But it's like some things do – they'll kick you out before – they'll let you completely get in here and, and change how shit be, you know, shit work. Right. Right. And, and if I was any team in the swag, long as Jackson State got him down there and he bringing, bringing money and he'll be, every, he'll be homecoming every week. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. Every week they play, it'll be somebody homecoming trying to make that money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, they so, need, they got to get their water situations. <laughs> they got a long way right. <laughs> they gotta get that that situation fixed first. They still playing at the Crampton Bowl. We gotta feel. We gotta stay Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I remember I visited like when I was graduating high school. Um, of course I had a audition kind of like for damn near all the colleges, all the HBCUs playing my instrument. And then, so I had started getting, you know, getting acceptance letters and all that type of stuff and, and, and scholarship offers, um, music scholarship offers and stuff like that. And Jackson State was one of the schools that, you know, I received an offer from. And then I, I just remember going to Jackson State. I was looking, just imagine how Alabama State used to look back in the day. Just old school, you know what I mean? Just kind of, you know, nostalgic kind of. Jackson State looked damn near 10 times worse than that. So I was on that campus like, what the hell? And it wasn't big at all or anything. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, what y'all got going on down here in Mississippi? <laughs> nothing, nothing at all. I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely not coming to Mississippi. Definitely not coming to Mississippi. But shout out to everybody who did go to Jackson State. You know, it's still a historical black college. So, you know, shouts out to y'all. Mm-hmm. It just was not for me. So speaking of this particular topic, um, I did have a question. Um, when it comes to how, you know, we actually saw how something that happened in the swag went viral, which hardly ever happens. You never really hear about stories, whether good or bad, that, you know, information and things that happen that goes viral when it comes to HBCUs. So on one hand, in my head, I feel as though this was, even though despite what the situation was on one hand, I think that it was kind of good for us from a press coverage standpoint 
but because of what it was, you know what I'm saying? Then to me, that would be the bad side. So do you think that, you know, us going viral, Alabama State and Jackson State going viral with this whole situation, um, do you think overall that this type of press is good for HBCU sports? It kind of brings more people to tune in. Yes, I think it was. I think it was more good than bad. If I had something to say about it, mm-hmm. it wasn't that really bad about it, other than you know the little, the what you call it, a, a mush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> other than the mush, everything was all good. With just words being said, right afterwards, you know, Dion taking it to all the way to the um to the extreme. He the went and got them all. Uh, I ain't swag shirt. <laughs> around. About, I ain't swag. Then on the back, I am swag. You know <laughs> so, if we can get past that, you know how everybody gonna jump on his team, you know? Right. That's the only thing. They ain't gonna look at the whole, they gonna look at whatever he said. Mm-hmm. As you look at, as you can see in my head, I mean, when right out there, happy like, what's that? What's that? Right, nigga, please, man, you know what that is. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But what he do you said, think about overall? Not just this, you know, not nah, in particular Dion and Eddie, but just for HBCU, excuse me, HBCU sports as a whole, do you think this will do good, you know, as far as, like, media coverage and, and getting getting our names out there as far um, as the schools? I think it's getting our names out there good press. Any press is good press to me. Mm-hmm. So we get some press and it ain't nothing it ain't nothing really negative that you can just say that's bad. So so it's good press really. Right. Yeah, so it is helping the HBCUs with the press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I say it's good press. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. You know, a lot of times, you know, I mean, it is what it is. On ESPN and all these other channels, who do we always see, you know? Right. We always we always see, you know, the other schools, the Ivy League schools, what we call the white schools, you know? We right. always see those schools, the Clemsons and the UGAs and the Auburns and the Floridas. And, you know, we always see UM and... LSU and Alabama, maybe right, whatever. Alabama, LSU. We see all these other Michigan State. All these other schools get so much coverage, you know, especially football season. And you just rarely, I mean, Alabama. I mean, not Alabama State. HBCUs did do get coverage as well, but it's just definitely not as promoted you know, promote it as the other schools. But so, what I would say is mm-hmm. that the ESPNs, they are they are exposing us more, you know. They're giving us a little bit more. They're giving us a, more, a little bit more at time because I'm pretty sure that Alabama State and Jackson State, they didn't air it live, but it got replayed. Yeah. On, on ESPN. So mm-hmm. so they, they they coming along. Yeah. I ain't going to knock you know, he helping us. He happened. He just happened to have an incident with my school, you know. Right. And with somebody else's school, I might have jumped over there with him too. But that's my school, so fuck you, nigga. Now, <laughs> my conspiracy theory 
is they planned this whole thing so that they okay. could go viral. Maybe. Cause it, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I definitely think Dion, because Dion understands, you know, athletics as well as the Hollywood celebrityism, you know, scene as well. well. So it's all a game. It's, it's all, all a game. game. Right. Right. I think he, is, I think he would sit back and be and think of some shit like this to do. <laughs> so my thing is like, why you mic'd up? He mic'd up. Mm-hmm. I'm like <laughs> taking a walk around. Oh yeah, he sure was. <laughs> that was my thing. I'm like, why would you mic'd up? Yeah, you mic'd up so you can try to catch something, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. looking for something to catch, you know? That's a good point to make. Yeah, I didn't really realize they be. Do they be mic'd up though? No, he mic'd up though. He different though. You know, it's Dion. It's Coach Prime. De- Dion got his own paparazzi probably yeah. out there following him around. That's what I'm saying. You the ball. You and your paparazzi through through my team. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Do you is you is you getting the picture? Right. It ain't just you. It's you, your paparazzi, the police. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come, you know, that wasn't right, man. Right. And another re- yeah, another reason I was thinking that he, this may be something they just conjured up to do in order to go viral. I heard that he, he actually purchased 500 tickets so that his school can come to the game. He's still spending his own money because they ain't paying him. They ain't got no money to pay him. And I, you missing my uh, point. <laughs> Oh, you talking about? I, I got you about to. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that happening. Yeah, I can see conspiracy. I could be conspiracy theory. Yeah, so it's almost like he knew this would probably be a big game, you know, for swag. Oh yeah, he knew it. And he it probably was like, "Let we yeah, we definitely gonna need some representation, you know, on our side. So let me buy these tickets, so students can come." Because he was saying that we had we bought Jackson State bought all the tickets. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. He was saying a lot of shit during the week. Now, that's one that's, that's what Eddie said. He was talking shit one, all week. And that's one of the things he said. He said we buying all the tickets. So today homecoming. <laughs> Just lying. <laughs> Oh, that goddamn black and gold, that motherfucker. Right, just lying, child. A few white. Maybe he didn't think we re- we. Maybe he think Alabama State folks would come out, you know, come out and hey, show out. That was the second time that he know they were coming. He, he been down there before. Yeah, he he it's planned this shit. Yeah. He planned it. Even if even if Eddie didn't know anything about the plan. Dion knew how to rile him up. Dion definitely knew how to rile him up. He probably was like, shit, I'm finna start buying these tickets. I'm finna start. I'm gonna be talking shit all week about the team, just disrespecting them. So by the time the the game come, Eddie gonna be fired up. He gonna be willing to slap the shit out of me. And you know what I did see back to what you were saying about uh, him buying the tickets? Uh We saw eight Buses full of, the, of of Jackson State people, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the band, and it wasn't the football. <laughs> it was still students. 
<laughs> Those were the tickets he bought. <laughs> I was like, and I told my partner that we, I'm like, they done got every child of us out of Jackson to come. Right. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know how the first couple gonna be the good buses. The last <laughs> you know couple gonna be I, them old school 1975 <laughs> buses. That's where it was. <laughs> The first two buses came through that had Jackson State on them. Mm-hmm. Then you know how it'd be like the good rental buses. With all the pre the pre owned Greyhound buses. Well that was funny, man. We sat there laughing with that joke so long. <laughs> Goddamn, Dia, you said by any means necessary, huh? Gotta kill them now. Because they side was packed out, though. On the yeah, visitor they side. <laughs> they, they definitely was packed out. They holding themselves Yeah, Dia, Dia put this shit together, man. This is a whole plan. And they gave them little white t-shirts they had on, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they dressed. They was like a package. You pay for your, you get your ticket or your T-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dion. Well, I mean, that was nice of him though to pay for the, you know, for the kids to come to the game and buy the buses so they can have a way there. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Dion. He he's a character. <laughs> he's changing lives. He's changing lives. Speaking of some more disrespect and two other crazy people, T.I. and his damn Charleston White. Man, they been going. <laughs> they been going at it all week. <laughs> so we going to go into detail in regards to this on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, because I don't think we're going to have enough time on this pod. But we're going to go into it more on Sunday. But I did want to just kind of highlight highlight and see how you felt. Um, basically, um, for those who were not aware, T.I., the rapper T.I., um, and Charleston White. Charleston White is a pseudo-comedian YouTuber who um, did some prison time when he was younger in his teens he got out a changed man. Um, I believe he has a um, like a youth organization in Texas. Um, but the last, I would say maybe last year or two, he's really been pushing this comedian thing. And he he's always online saying some crazy things about somebody. And he loves to get into it with rappers. And he's always talking about basically, you know, snitching on them and calling the cops and all kind of craziness so he's he's one of those he's like an online troll if you think about it so he and um ti's son king the wild child as they call him um they kind of got into the back and forth so charleston white he just kept going in i guess he felt like hey you know this is my opportunity i can probably grab a little bit of clout off this situation I'm going to keep taking digs at um at King. He was calling King ugly. At one point he said King um he was going to do King like Trayvon Martin and I believe that is what set TI off. Then TI got online and do what he do. Do you think Charleston White went too far? 
as far as the things that he said about King Harris. Charleston White wanted to go viral. <laughs> but he so always go viral. But I'm just saying, though, he, uh, yeah, he was just picking that. He was talking about Booster's son, too, but Booster never did say that, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, if you didn't, you got to tell the whole story, though. So they started out with Booster Son and Tootie and King. Right. So, but what King said, Charles White said, I'm the hip hop police. He said, I'm a, he said he tagged the DA. You know, you know, he just went to jail, right? He said he tagged Fanny, the district attorney. <laughs> I'm like, what? But that's like, that's what he do. He always be threatening people with the with the law enforcement. Oh shit! He got one by Soldier Boy with a big old dog. He said, "What Soldier Boy? He got a big old rock wild. He said, "What Soldier Boy had in crew now? I'm gonna turn my boy loose on that." <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, none of y'all niggas. <laughs> but see some people think it's funny but then like i said this situation he was it seemed like he was just doing saying too much yeah, the trayvon yeah. martin thing he come on now he shouldn't have said that he should he could have kept that oh uh, he was trying to get up on their skin because t.i baby like i didn't call such and such and such i'm trying to get a meeting with you <laughs> he was like, nigga, it's kind of like, nigga, what I'm finna meet with you for, nigga? If you, like, I ain't finna meet with you. Right. <laughs> Hell no, like, nigga, I ain't finna meet with you, so you quit calling my folks. <laughs> right, right. And then T.I., uh, T.I., yesterday, and I guess yesterday and today, he's kind of been feeling, playing, I guess, I, I don't want to say playing the victim role, but he kind of made these videos where he turned, he actually turned off his comments on his Instagram, but basically stating that he always, you know, him and his wife and stuff and his family always standing up, standing up and speaking up for other people, you know, that may be going through shit, but seems like the people he knows, celebrity friends, leaders, people like that have not said anything um, you know, to speak up for them in this situation. But so I'm like, T.I. <laughs> you want somebody to stand up and say something for you now? That what you asking me? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, my thing is, why is he throwing out these subliminals? I mean, T.I., you could say every word in the book, but you can't flat out call out who you talking about. That could be anybody. You know what I mean? Because T.I. is somebody that always... He always, you know, I guess speaking up for the community, you know, whether there's some shit going on in the community or uh, black li- Black Lives Matter, he always tend to be that person that take it upon himself to be a spokesperson kind of for the community. So, I, you know, on that end, okay, I can see you always, you know, you, you stand up for the community, you know what I mean? But at the same time... A person can look at yeah. A person can look at it like you voluntarily do that. It's not that you've been asked to do that. You volunteer. The only time I think I've seen where somebody asks him to come up and speak is when um the city of Atlanta uh what was her name Keisha, the old mayor. When the old mayor was in office and remember the protest was going on and 
people were shooting left and right, and, you know, she was getting a little shook up. So T.I. and Killer Mike had came to speak at a press conference. Like, outside of that, it's like he's always the one voluntarily, you know, speaking up. Maybe he'll learn oh. his lesson now since ain't nobody, you know, taking up for him and his family. But do you think they ain't taking up because they think it might be true what Charles is saying? What you mean? The Trayvon Martin shit? Oh, I was just talking about that. I mean, no, nah, I don't think he tripping off that calling them ugly and all of that. I think I'm saying that, why why ain't nobody came to his defense and said, Hey man, you going too far when you start talking about the kids. That's all they had to say. When you start talking about the kids, you're going too far. But he's saying them niggas eighteen. I <laughs> that was all he gonna say. Yeah, I mean them 18, eighteen, you grown. Now. Yeah, them niggas eighteen now, nah, them ain't no goddamn kids. And it's a lot of people out there think like that. I myself, yeah. when you 18, you 18, even though an 18 year old mind is, is definitely not as mature as somebody probably in their twenties, they still 18. And it's like, shit, King, King on his own at this point, he grown now. Yeah. But he, only thing he did is repeated what T.I. said a couple weeks ago. Nigga, you gonna go to prison. You know what I mean? Charles White said you're gonna go to prison too. But he started calling them ugly and calling them ugly adjectives. Yeah, but this is social media. And I'm just playing devil's advocate right here, right now, you guys listening in. Um, I don't like what Charleston White said at all. Um the ugly thing, hey, that's that's subjective. You know, other people may not consider King as being an ugly child. I'm sure his parents don't. I'm sure his siblings don't. His family doesn't. So that's subjective. Yeah, but it's it. just the Trayvon Martin part, and the uh, and him always. Go ahead. What did he actually say? No, he just said, "I do you like Trey? I'm gonna have to do King like Trayvon Martin." Put his legs up. You know how they had a police officer had put his knee or something on his neck? George Floyd did that? I mean, not George Floyd. I'm thinking, he, he said Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was the Zimmerman guy, right? Yeah, he got it mixed up. He just was out of pocket. He just yeah, I think he was just <laughs> got him mixed up. Either way, either way, it was a fucked up thing to say. We know what he meant, goddamn. Either way, it was a fucked up thing to say. Man. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a fucked up thing to say. I don't really like Charleston White. He's too crushing. He be doing too much. Yeah, the <laughs> shit that... Like, I don't like the, the police talk. It be no too much, much police talk for me. That be coming the shit out ain't funny to, It was funny. It ain't funny to me no more. That's as far as I can say. I've never, like I said, the only time I learned about him is the viral videos. Anytime he say something crazy and it go viral, the Soldier Boy one, you know what I mean? Shit like yeah, I'm that. About what, what they used to be sitting in the car talking shit, that shit used to be funny. But now I'm this saying. Shit, this shit he doing now ain't funny to me. But I'm saying, I'm talking about my experience. I didn't know nothing about this nigga, about him sitting right. in no car. The only time I've ever seen him is the videos where he 
he's going viral. And even then, it didn't persuade me to start following him. You know what I mean? On YouTube or on social media or whatever the case may be. They could be sitting in the car smoking a butt talking about shit with his girl. I don't know how he went viral. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I sit there and watch this nigga sitting in the car for about an hour just talking shit about what's going on in the house. Like I got I had to come out to the goddamn car and sit in the car. Don't get some peace. And then he came all the way from that to this. Right. But sticking to the topic. <laughs> um Charleston White. Charleston White. Charles. I don't know. He shouldn't have said. You definitely shouldn't have said that. Um, you got to come up, like you said, come up with a new comedy bit. This shit played out. The cop always talking about calling the cops and snitching and all that type of shit for somebody that used to be of to him is jokes, but even for somebody who did some prison time or jail time or whatnot, it's it's kind of absurd that it's these type of jokes even coming out of his mouth. Um, T.I. Child The only thing Shoot T- The only thing T.I. could do is Shit Just stop Stop Feeling like you got to be Captain Save a hoe For your friends And these other community Members that you feel like Didn't stand up for you And your family Now you know Going forward Sometimes it takes Certain shit to happen For, for you to understand it and, and your eyes be open To see who really There for you And hey Maybe this was just One of those times so when you think he going to learn to quit responding to everything somebody got to Now, this time. <laughs> Hopefully this time. Only thing you got to do is don't respond. Let that shit go and, and don't respond. Yeah. On the last time, right, I'd meet up with him and have that nigga beat me up and fresh on you. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just it just seems like both sides definitely you know, definitely need to take accountability for stuff because even on T.I.'s side, it's like King is 18. King is 18. He's no longer a child, and I wish they stopped saying that word when they talk about King. He is not a child anymore. Let that go. He's grown. He out there doing grown grown man things, you know? So, shit, he just going to have to roll with the punches. And let and let him, you know, let him fight his own battles. It hadn't got to no it hadn't got to no point where it was violent. You know, they just he was just online talking shit back to Charleston White and they just going back and forth. And you know one of the comments he made to Charleston White. He told Charleston White he must have had a soft upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you God. out of all people go ask us about they must have a soft upbringing. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm the fuck up. Honestly, I can't wait to get them talking about this shit. This nigga is a clown. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, King got a mouth on him, so shit. Let let King sit here and run his mouth and, and pop his shit. You and know? You don't I don't King think T.I. and Tiny them don't. I don't, I don't T.I. T- go you gonna to stop talking over me. You gonna stop talking over me on this podcast. 
When I talk, you need to shut up. <laughs> you just need to get me to go. Say go. Tell me to- <laughs> Shit, not if you Tell talking, you can't talk, even man. hear me say go. <laughs> Tell me when to talk, motherfucker. God damn. I won't say nothing to you. You say, hey, you there? You still there? Damn. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Anyway, shout out to them. Shout out to Charleston. Disrespect will not be tolerated. Not on this goddamn podcast either. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Kanye West, we going to save you to Sunday. That what way. You got, you got a couple of days read up on it. He was making all those posts last week, calling everybody out. Then he said the little anti-Semitic. Oh, shit. Got Jamie Lee Curtis crying in interviews. Got the Jews up in an uproar. That damn Kanye West. But we going to get into it on Sunday during the group chat live. Before we get out of here, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't have anything else else to say today, but I enjoyed talking to you today. (laughs) Oh, my God. Child, anyway. Talk when I can. Yeah, he gonna talk when he can. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in to episode thirty-eight of Straightforward with Miss B and A G. And um, don't forget follow us on social media and all the streaming platforms as well. That's S T R the number eight F W D with Miss B and we would greatly appreciate it until next time.